Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. Let's talk a little bit about money and the stuff that it buys. <laughs> so when I grew up, I grew up in a, you know, let's call it an upper middle class um, suburban household in the United States, in Minnesota precisely. And um, things were always pretty good. Like I was very lucky growing up. You know, I had two parents who both had good jobs, um, you know, made not like, weren't like millionaires or anything like that, but made more money than the average person. And um, for me growing up, money was just never an issue of something that I didn't even understand because I didn't have to until I was, you know, at least 18 years old, just because pretty much I had everything that I needed and, and, and wanted, right? And so um, now we could get into <laughs> the, the, the negative aspects of that, right? I mean, in general, it's probably good for uh, a young person to learn about money at a much earlier age. Um, but anyway, the point is growing up, money was not really an issue just because I grew up in a, you know, uh, a nice house um, with uh, plenty of modern conveniences. And it was just unheard of to me that, that, you know, you might not be able to pay the bills or you might not be able to um, have a place that has, you know, a hot shower and, and, you know, a nice couch and a television and all this stuff. Right. And so. I think um, it wasn't even really until I was in my, well, early 20s, I would say. I mean, I, I had, you know, I finally started working, obviously, when I was 18 or 19, well, 18, doing some part-time jobs, things like that, and finally started understanding, like, whoa, okay, like, yeah, making money in this world is not that easy. <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad. How'd you, how'd you do it for all those years? Um, and I think what happens in this life a lot of times is that we always end up wanting to prove to ourselves and to the world that we are, that we can do things that we didn't appear to be capable of. Now, what do I mean by that in this case? For me, a big part of it was in my early to mid twenties was wanting to prove, wait a minute, I can live without a lot of money. Like I don't, I don't need all of this stuff. Like it would seem like since I was a kid who grew up in the suburbs and like kind of, you know, had everything you needed and never had any financial problems and anything like that, you know, I wanted to prove, well, wait a minute, I could live without having all those material possessions and all that stuff. Right. And so among the other things that I became in my twenties, I became a minimalist. Okay. I became someone who, well, you know, what I did throughout my 20s is I worked most of my time as a translator and interpreter, which is not a great way to make a lot of money, but it was enough to, you know, pay my bills at the time. And it was also enough since I was a freelancer, an independent contractor, I was able to, um, you know, save up some money and then travel a decent amount as well because I wasn't tied to a specific company. So if I wanted, I could work really hard for nine months out of the year, uh, have a bunch of money saved up and then travel for, you know, two, even up to three months out of the year. And I did that for, you know, like five, six years straight, basically throughout my twenties. Um, and it was great. You know, I'm really lucky to have had that opportunity. Now, part of the reason that I got that opportunity was, well, you know, obviously being, yeah, being raised by parents who, um, you know, I never had to work for my own stuff until I was 18, you know, um, until I was an adult anyway. So obviously got a head start there. Um, but, um, I guess what really helped me at that time was 
not needing a lot of stuff of my own, you know, because throughout my early to mid twenties, you know, I would, there were times where I was still, I, I lived with my parents through parts of it. There were times where I was living in like an apartment, but it was never like even a full term thing. It was like a, I would do like a three or a six month lease or something like that. Or I was living with some like roommates or buddies or whatever. And like the idea behind it all was I just didn't need much stuff because I was more into like the experience of being able to, to travel. Right. And like for anyone who's listening to this, you know, if you're, if you're someone who's thinking about traveling the world, whatever your age is, whether you're 20 years old or whether you're 70 years old, if you're thinking about traveling the world and you're like, do I have enough money? Can I do this? You, you have enough money. If you're even asking yourself the question, do I have enough money? Trust me, you can do it. I'm not saying it's going to be the best investment ever because a lot of people travel for the wrong reasons. And I think that I even did as well for part of it. But trust me, you can travel the world a lot cheaper than you think. Okay. You just need to become more of a minimalist in terms of realizing, oh yeah, I don't need all these material possessions. Okay. You can travel around the world very cheap, especially depending on which part of the world you go to. But anyway, during that time, I became a complete minimalist, meaning like I, I literally, I mean, it was always wherever I would live, even even when I was living, you know, here in Minnesota and I would have my own place, so to speak, or like a place where I was living with roommates for six months or up to a year. Like it was just like mattress on the floor, never had a bed frame, never had like a couch or a television of my own. That stuff didn't interest me. Just never cared, never cared about furniture, never cared about material things, never cared about any of this. Right. Because what I was doing is I was proving to myself that I didn't need any of that stuff. Yes, I grew up with all of these fairly nice things, but I don't need any of it. I was proving that I don't need any of it. And I obviously did that and honestly learned a lot around along the way because I just realized that there are just so many things that are more valuable in this world than having material possessions like that. You know, you, you learn a lot when you take away some of the things that make you lazy, such as couches and televisions and stuff like that. So anyway, became a minimalist, did that whole lifestyle for really almost 10 years, right? And um, and I still have a lot of that at heart. I still am a minimalist at heart in the sense that that I don't need things like that. Now, I do think, at, you know, I'm 34 now, and, um, well, uh, not to get that much into my personal financial situation, I mean, I think, uh, let's put it this way, I'm at a point right now where I'm still kind of average income. I do think that I'll probably become a very rich man at some point in the future, um, and that's just, well... Uh, Anyway, I have some have some things in the works that might um, lead me to that, and I also think that I have the right personality for it. Now, the, the, the awesome thing about that, the awesome thing about that is whether or not I fail or succeed at becoming a very rich man is it doesn't really matter to me in terms of my needs and my necessities, okay? Because this is, this is the beauty of becoming a minimalist is that you are no longer attached to all of those things. This is where the power comes. This is why I always tell people, like when I talk to my friends or just people in general um, about why I feel like I have a lot more, what's the word? Not even power, but that, yeah, let's call it power. I feel that I have a lot more power than a lot of other people who are in like a similar life situation than I am uh, just because I'm not afraid to lose what I have. Like right now, so okay, right now, like what are the material possessions? Because right now I'm even a homeowner, okay? I bought um, a, a condo um, 
uh, well, two years ago now, basically, and I've been living in this condo, so it's the standard 30-year mortgage, you know, um, and yeah, I mean, God knows, whatever, I mean, yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not as much of a, uh, I'm not as much of a free minimalist as I used to be, you know, I got these condo payments, I got, uh, obviously still car payments, insurance payments, like, I got a lot more payments, and I got a lot more things that I can't escape, right, that I need to keep paying bills on, um, for the next however long, right? But here's the thing. Like, if I lose it, if I were to lose it for whatever reason, it just wouldn't bother me that much. It just, I mean, yeah, it would suck, right? Like, what would happen? Let's say that I go unemployed for however long, right? For whatever reason, just lose everything. You know, it's like, oh, all of a sudden, you know, your condo is being taken over by the government or foreclosed or whatever, however the heck the process works. I don't even know how the process works exactly. Oh, you lost your car. It's getting repossessed or something like that. You lost all your stuff. You lost everything. It's like, okay, well... That would suck. The nice thing about being me is I know that I have at least five people who I could go stay with temporarily and that I have the jobs, you know, the skill set and the languages and everything that if I needed to, I could live and work in a hundred different countries. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Like if you took away all of my stuff, it would suck for a little bit, sure, but it wouldn't really break me. I wouldn't even really care that much. Does that make sense? This is the power. This is the power because if, if you were to tell this to like, I don't know, most Americans in particular that have, you know, let's say they're homeowners. Now, okay, sure. If you have kids, it's, it's, it's different, obviously. If you have kids, you have a family, then you have to do what you have to do to, to take care of them, right? Um, but for the other people, but by the way, here's the other thing about that is they probably, they actually need much less than you realize, you know, like people talk to me about this all the time. Like if I had kids, like what would I do? Like how much money would I need to make and blah, 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 blah and everything. And I'm just like, well, in terms of raising kids, you, you just need the, you know, you need enough money in my opinion to give them the basic needs. But aside from that, I don't even know if I would like try to give my kids a lot of fancy things i just i don't think i would do it like i think i would give them the basic needs and then give them love and that's it like i think it can be detrimental to give too much but that's another topic for another day but the power the power that comes from being a minimalist or being a poor man quote unquote is that you are no longer attached to these things that a more rich man might be attached to okay because like i said if most people it would be it would be a crisis it would feel like total rock bottom if most people who were in a similar situation as i am would lose were to lose all their stuff right for me it would just be like oh this sucks a little bit but eh, it's not really that big a deal i know that i can live on a small mattress on the floor or something like that or whatever like i don't care i can i can live almost anywhere it doesn't matter to me sure like it as long as my physiological and safety needs are met right like this goes back to maslow's hierarchy of needs you have the physiological needs and the safety needs first and second and then after that we get up into self-esteem and all this crap that that i consider first world problems that we worry about um in our society nowadays. Um, <clears throat> but as long as I can have those physiological and safety needs met, as long as I have, you know, some sort of a roof over my head, some sort of a roof over my head, and, you know, I'm not getting shot at and I can find a, a little bit of food somewhere, things are going to be okay. This is the power. This is the power of becoming a minimalist at some point in life is that you are no longer attached because there are so many people in this world who've grown up in similar situations like the one that I did who've never experienced minimalism so if you took all of those things away it would be a total crisis right it would be a total crisis and in my opinion 
while I'm not knocking rich people, and like I said, I intend to become one of them at some point, hopefully in the near future, but <clears throat> not knocking rich people, but a lot of them have a lot less power than they realize simply because they need those material possessions so much. They need it so much. The real powerful person is the person who's capable of making a lot of money, but is not attached to any of that stuff that the money buys. And that's the person I'm trying to be. All right. Talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.